In 2020, Smith Turf and Irrigation will be celebrating 95 years in golf. Founded in 1925 as a 7th Toro Golf Course Equipment Supplier, STI is now their oldest continually operating distributor by far and well into the fourth generation of this family business. An unwavering commitment to service, support, and most importantly, our customer's success is part of our culture and our DNA. As in our 66-year commitment to the Carolina's Golf Course Superintendents Association, going forward, we will continue to focus a portion of our resources to support the Carolina GCSA's education, research, services, and network opportunities that help to ensure a bright future for the game and for golf courses everywhere in the Southeast. In this way, we can give back to the thousands of superintendent professionals we are so proud to call our partners. You're listening to Pullin' Weeds Off Course, another installment of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association official podcast with a focus on off-course industry folks and their relationships with superintendents and the Carolinas GCSA. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Tim Krieger. Hey, and welcome into another episode of Pullin' Weeds. Is this episode 11B? I don't know, man. It's off course, though. It's November, right? It is November 15th. And we are on the way to the beach. Are we not already there? I will probably be there. Yeah. Okay, so Alan and I are at the beach today, in theory. And we hope everybody's listening to this on their journey down to the beach. But in reality, we are recording this a little earlier than the 15th. Right now, we're in Charlotte, North Carolina, the home flagship location of Smith Turf and Irrigation. Correct. And I do know why we're here. Why are we here? Well, you saw the sign, and the people on Twitter by now will have seen our names yeah. as we approach the building. So yeah. I hope you enjoy the follow-up picture that Alan will be sending, because based on the amount of, I think it's Kalinga out front, they brought us up here to pull some weeds today, literally. Yeah, right from where we parked. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely worth harassing them about. You think there's any, any other color than red that's ever mowed this place? We should have asked them yeah. if they mow it or if they hire an outside company and if that outside company uses non-Toro products. How dare they if they did? That would be crazy. I bet they own their own landscape company that they just hire and outsource to come do this. Yeah, all red, baby. All Is that red. like what you do at the house? You cut the grass and then pay yourself out of the 421 account? <clears throat> I'm sorry to admit this. My wife was mowing the grass when I pulled out the driveway on the way here this morning. She edges, she mows, she loves it. She does it for exercise? She does. Well, it's like all these people out here today. You keep asking about all these people, what the heck are they doing walking around? Right. We're in a big industrial place. We're right by the airport in yep. Charlotte, big industrial center. And there are tons of different, I mean, manufacturing, distribution, you name it, facilities in this little quadplex we're in. Yellow Cab home base is right next to us. Really? Yeah, you didn't. In fact, one just drove by the window. But Here's what we should have done is taken a before and after Uber picture of that place. Ooh, how many pictures do you think? Would, how many how many yellow cabs ain't there anymore or stay there now? <laughs> I'm sure it's affected. But anyway, we're here. We're going to sit down with Steve and Anna Lindsay. Correct. How do you say that? Steve. Not that one. Anna Lindsay. Why is it not Lindsay? I think it's because it's an A, not an E. Oh, okay. Did Just, you not get her email with her name spelled? I got a lot of emails. You're in charge of those. You just kind of tell me when to show up. We were here on time? 
We were here on time, even with traffic issues. And traffic sucks in Charlotte. It does. It's a little rough. Uh, even it, it, mine reached back into South Carolina before I even got into North Carolina. So where I live, I'm about five minutes from I-85. And it takes me seven, eight miles before we get into normal Greenville traffic. Yeah. And this morning, I left three hours before we needed to get here. And it's an hour and 40-minute drive. Wow. And I was 10 minutes late. And that's because the traffic was already backed up past my exit out of Greenville with three accidents right around Pelham Road and all that nonsense. That's no fun. No. I'm really starting not to like driving for some reason. Hilton heading back wasn't bad, though. No, I mean, it's just, I mean, you know, nine hours out of a day. You throw in some sleep, <laughs> right, a couple right, meals, right. and a potty break, man. It's, you're shot. Certainly gives me time to catch up on all my podcasting. So for you, Columbia is a good place. Especially traveling South Carolina, it's more central. Liberty, not so much sometimes. All right, let's take a quick second before we jump into this interview here. You want to talk about Turf Lego and what's going on there? You may have heard a brief, brief thing about it during the uh, Chris Neff episode when the phone rang. Oh, yeah, and probably by now you've seen it on Twitter. But, yeah, I think um, when you look at fun and creative – we talk about education being our mission, and with Pulling Weeds, we wanted to have some entertainment along with education. And so as the fun that it is with Legos and Turf Lego comes with it, um, we decided to help grow both brands and partner together. So we're going to do a couple episodes with Turf Lego. And I like Tim's, uh, I guess his clause was we had to have our own Lego people. I mean, as, as a... As a grown man who has received Legos every year for Christmas from his mother to date. Wow. Um, yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool for me to have my own Lego guy to hang around the office with. I mean, I think it'd be pretty cool to have a Tim and Big Al Lego set, especially because you're going to have to be taller than me somehow, which is going to be fun. We'll have to get the little radio things. I think you might come out looking like Chewbacca. That'd be all right. Have you seen the Chewbacca Lego? I don't. I mean, he's I, just a little bit taller. That's why. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's nah, a little bit taller. I've certainly shop perused the Star Wars stuff on my kids, but yeah, that's what stinks. If you want the Chewbacca character, you can't just buy him. You have to buy the hundred dollar set that he comes in, or you can get him on eBay. True, I guess. You Which could. is what I think my man's doing. Black market. Well, actually, I think we're funding his now Amazon <laughs> slash eBay habit. Well, good for him. I guess so. Give him a give him a follow, right? Yep. Turf Lego at Turf Lego. Yeah, it's Dr. Ben McGraw, in case you don't know. Bug doctor. Doc. Let's go. Let's get to uh, Steve and Anna Lindsay. It's a great, great, great interview we have with them. I'm really excited to spend some time with them. Thanks, everybody. At STI, we know you. We know what you're up against. After 95 years in the business, we've seen it all, sold it all, fixed it all, and supported it all. No matter how big or how small, we've been there and done that. So when you're up against it, choose a partner that won't walk away. One that you can count on. You know you can count on us. Pretty honored to be here today in a pretty special room here in Charlotte off of Gulf Acres Drive with some friends as well as ardent supporters of the Carolinas. Um, a couple of the Smiths. Um, Anna Lindsay and Mr. Steve, thank you all for allowing us to come by today. Thank you for being here. Glad to be here. Pulling weeds. I like the hat you had on this morning. <laughs> it's not very dirty, though. Have you worn it other than today? Uh, once before. <laughs> we got a picture with Todd in it. 
that was a great picture, especially the aged version of that. Is the jacket in your office? It is. I'll reproduce that picture uh, with me gotcha. and with you, the Tommy boy. I was about to say, fat guy in a little coat. Yeah. All right. So um, the purpose behind all this, our podcast had gained some traction earlier in the year. and um, That's why you're bald? <laughs> Thanks, is, Steve. You're Actually, right. yeah. It's, I did it again last night just for you because of the text message received a month or so ago. But It's uh, a good look. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, another 30 pounds, I'd question it, but... Uh, <laughs> Your head's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, focus, people. Focus. We um, we had some success with the podcast, and with that, people said we wanted some more. And so, we decided to start doing two episodes a month, and the middle-of-the-month episode was off course, and it was folks, non-superintendents. We did superintendents the first of every month, and we'll continue on next year so the best part is not only were we able to get some other guests but we're able to use those segments for advertising spaces as thank yous for all of our conference and show partners so that's why we're here today and um we want to talk a little bit about y'all a little bit about your company a little bit about your history and um what smith's turf's all about here in the carolinas we're going to talk a lot about the the company but if you don't mind let's start with the history can you tell me how it was founded and how we got here today yeah, uh, and it's an interesting story. It could be a long story. I'll try to keep it brief. But um, my grandfather, her great-grandfather, E.J. Smith, was um, actually living in Stillwater, uh, Minneapolis, not too far from current Toro headquarters, and um, applied for a job and really didn't have any openings at that time, but they ended up calling him back and came over for an interview and they were opening up uh, territories uh, as a Toro distributor in the southeast. It's a little murky about whether he was the fifth, sixth, or seventh uh, overall uh, distributor for Toro as a golf course equipment distributor. And they started off in golf, not uh, anything else. That was their um, actually making tractors, but it it uh, graduated into golf after uh, the Minicotta Club realized the horses were tearing up fairways. So they developed a, a <laughs> moor that uh, they could relieve the horses and hook up a tractor and uh, actually push the moors down the fairway. So he went over and looked at that and said, you know, this has got, this has got uh, potential here. So they actually gave him the southeast of the United States um, as a Toro distributor in 1925. He moved his family from Stillwater down to Jacksonville, Florida, um, sold some stuff on the way down, sold some stuff to Pinehurst. And back then, most of it was done almost like a mail order business. There was, um, you didn't have warehouses or shops, that type of thing. And, um, but he, he got down there in 1925 and Things did not go very well initially. Um, fruit fly destroyed the um, the fruit cro- uh, fruit crop, the Mediterranean fruit fly. There were two um, embargoes on rail the railway. A boat sank in the Miami Harbor. There were two huge they didn't even name them back then or or classify them hurricanes. 
that wiped out just about everything down there, and then the Great Depression hit. So the story goes, he ended up calling, uh, talking to Toro by letter and saying, supposedly, you know, the Florida will never amount to much for golf. There's too much swamp. Um, so, and you laugh at that. Uh, I think I'm going to uh, move. What else is available? And you know, he looked at Virginia, the Georgia, but he chose the Carolinas because of location. Um, uh, he liked the location between New York and Florida, and thought it would be a good centralized spot for him to do business. With the horse trade, the rail lines were set up, so I bet everything was already infrastructure in place that he needed. Yeah. yeah. So he again moved his family. Um, in fact, my father was at the University of Alabama then, came home uh, for Christmas holidays and tried to get uh, knocked on the door and nobody answered. So he went around to climb in the window and there was another family living in the house. He didn't even know my grandfather had moved to Charlotte. So um, he didn't get shot, luckily. But um, so yeah, we've been we've been in Charlotte since um, 1931 or 32, ish, and uh, now upcoming um, uh, 95th anniversary in in uh, next year. So wow, fourth generation um, sitting next to me. So long, long history with uh, with Tora. Well, tell everybody. Because we've got listeners all over. I love saying this. Australia, the UK, a couple bots in Russia that we think, we don't know who it is in Russia. Um, who you are. Like we said, Steve, like we're comfortable. But there are people who don't know you. Steve Smith, what's your role here? I mean, what's your title? Uh, per- seriously, yeah, not what we call you. Uh, well, thank you. I, I can't repeat that. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm the uh, chairman and, and CEO, Smith Turf. Uh, Anna Lindsay's the, the president. Um, my brother now is chairman emeritus, so still coming in and still involved to a, to a degree. But um, so as a, I guess, my role, we, we run the company together now and make all decisions together. Um, She's more operationally um, on her side. I'm more sales on my side. But um, all divisions and general uh, and managers report to the two of us. So we don't break it out uh, uh, like that. And you might have another description for your role. You're but doing a good um, job. how do you explain all those different operations? So those people out there listening, turf, lawn, uh, homes. Our different operations. Yeah. It's not just, I mean, people think Toro, they might just be thinking golf mowers right now, or irrigation. Right. What else is Smith yeah, Turf? Yeah, Smith Turf, um, we have diversified somewhat over the years. Um, always been a Toro distributor as our flagship. Uh, but um, we have evolved from distributing golf and irrigation to when it was at the E.J. Smith and Sons Company um, in the third gener- early third generation stages of the company. Um, we were distributing all of the power equipment for Toro, you know, oh. the small stuff and the golf and the big stuff. Um, that in the mid 80s, we split that up. So when did the name change it? So it was E.J. Smith and that's when the name changed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And you picked exactly. up, started doing commercial, I'm assuming, landscaping. Residential, Correct. and Correct. that's when we got into that. That's Rescom exactly is that right. what you guys call it? I'm that's sorry. Right. Residential commercial irrigation. Rescom, that's your new word of the day. What residential commercial? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. I did learn something. So we can go golf and rescom basically, right? You got two sides to this, if you will. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Is there it a is. third? Other than just you distribute non-Toro products as well for others. Right. So, so there's a lot, many products. So I would say that you know our, our business is split, um, and 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 um, half of the products that we sell are through Toro as an exclusive distributor for both North Carolina, South Carolina, half of Tennessee, and most but not all of Virginia. And Bermuda, which Bermuda. we always have to add that. Wow. <laughs> Wait. I've never gone to Bermuda with you. Sales uh, call. Hello. Uh, yeah. I'm not George Fisher. That's right. We're always people to go. I'm yeah. not George Fisher. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> Golly. Okay. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Yeah. So we have products, that, you know, that are exclusive uh, and you can only get through us. And then and then the other products that we sell are non-exclusive. I mean, we're a supply, you know, we, we are a retailer or distributor of those products and so are many others right so we have to compete in our marketplace speaking of retail you also have retail stores right correct how right. many so we have 21 locations overall wow i think i told alan six this morning sorry yeah but we right, have now, but like eight of to, them are would, what we call full line so i don't know if that's maybe where you got the six i'm not sure but what does full line mean so full line is um they have rescom <laughs> irrigation lighting supplies but they also have power equipment so like a traditional power equipment dealer so back to the history of the company at one time we were the distributor selling to retailer dealers that smaller power equipment now we are a retail dealer in power equipment so we buy from that equipment from another Toro distributor. It's wow. all very entangled. That is interesting. <laughs> How I want to know the family dynamic. How is it working together? Y'all enjoy. Well, that? And, and now you got to understand the dynamic too, right? Well, Uncle. Okay, right. I just want to make okay. sure because a lot of people aren't understanding this. So we got to. We know things. So explain the true, true. The, the small branching tree here, <laughs> and then the dynamic. Well, you know, I, I think it's. Um, uh, I think we work very well together. Um, again, we we both play to our strengths, and uh, that that helps. Uh, our, I don't have to worry too much about uh, the operational side because I know she's she's working hard on that. She knows I'm working on the sales side. She's involved with sales. I'm involved with operations, but I don't have to. Um, get as deep into it as she is, and she doesn't have to get as deep into the sales. Not that she doesn't occasionally, and when she wants to, and the same on the other side. So it, it helps, and, you know, the history of the company has always been like that. My, my, um, my grandfather and my father worked together that way. My father and my brother worked together that way. My brother and I worked together that way. And Anna Lindsay and I worked. So it's it's kind of in our DNA and our culture that, um, you know, we work uh, as a twosome to, yeah. to and, and each each generation is, again, played to their, their uh, strong suit. Uh, so your brother, Wayne. Right. CEO Emeritus. Uh, chairman. Is, chairman, sorry. Right. Is my your, dad your father? Right. There's the plug for everybody to tie it all together. Yeah. Uh, I'm not That's her awesome. father, and Wayne's not my father, so we get that. <laughs> but you did have a Wayne father. I did, yeah. and that's him. That's Wayne Senior, and that's EJ versus yeah. Wayne Junior. And oh. we can put a picture of that. That yeah. often gets confused, I think. 
Yeah. You know, oh, I did for the first, mm-hmm. I don't know, until Wayne started harassing me officially. I got who he was. Well, he didn't like, like many, I think, kids who, who inherited their dad's name. He wasn't a huge fan of Junior. Right. As I like, you know, what I, yeah. growing up. Yeah. And so somewhere along the way, he was like, let's just drop that Junior <laughs> part off. But in the business, in the industry, it's important to distinguish the Correct. senior from the junior. Yeah. Um, and he, like you, yet has another nickname we can't share. So. I'm just kidding. Um, I do have I a question. I don't think I for want you. a nickname. <laughs> oh, you, you know, you're fine. You um, mentioned eight full line and 22 retail locations. I see that you have some notes. Where are they for our listeners? The eight oh, full line and then the 22 others. Oh, uh, well, they're. Uh, you mean like the cities? Can you listen, oh, please? Oh, my word. Okay. Here Operations we go. here, Steve. We're testing. Richmond. Virginia. Full line first? Oh, full line first. Yeah. Well, that's going to be harder. Let's go by state. Okay, that's good. And I'll just denote if it's full. Okay. Richmond, Virginia. Also, that's a full line store. Chesterfield, Virginia. It's just Res Com Irrigation Landscape Supplies. Yorktown, Virginia. Full line store. Chesapeake, Virginia. Res Com Landscape Supplies. Raleigh, North Carolina, two locations, both ResCom landscape supplies. Greensboro, North Carolina, full line location. Is that because of Doug? Sorry, go ahead. Um, he meant Doug. <laughs> You're very distracting. Oh, yeah, that's the beauty of this. It's entertainment uh, and education, uh, people. More, notice that Mooresville, North Carolina, okay. R- ResCom supply. Um, Kannapolis, North Carolina, full line location. This location. Right here. Yes, we would count that. We do have a, a, a ResCom landscape supply counter here. So I can go get a 4 by 30 corner, uh, whatever, nozzle for my irrigation head while I'm here. Yes, uh, you can. Perfect. Huh. Last oh. time I needed one, I had to call Lexington and get it shipped from here to the house, but it worked. You guys are great. I had it the next day. We have two other locations in Charlotte, one in the east side of town and one on the south side of town or in Pineville, North Carolina, that are, are both full-line locations. I've they were, they that were one. our first two. Um, and we have location in Greer. Greer. Come on. Greenville. Greenville. Greer. It's Greer. Oh, sorry. Hey, I'm helping you. Okay, yeah. thank you. Get comfortable with your people. It's Greer. Greenville. You're in Greer. Okay. I usually say Greenville. That's yeah. better. The first one I ever it's saw was Myrtle Beach somewhere. She's getting there. Hold Myrtle on. Beach. Okay. Columbia. Bluffton, South Carolina, and one on the island. Charleston, South Carolina. That's full line. Lexington. Lexington. No, we're not in Lexington. Oh, you have a store in Lexington? <laughs> That's Columbia. I'm sorry. I used to live in Lexington. There's a big difference. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Well, I'm glad you were correct to me on all the that South was Carolina Corley geography. Mill, correct? Corley Mill. Yes. Okay. We're on the same page. Um, sorry. And then in Tennessee, Nashville. Wow. Full line, I'm assuming. No, it's it's not a full line. Knoxville's full line. Knoxville is full line. Okay. And then Franklin, Tennessee. I got to 22. And, and I think we should clarify, too, there are three distribution centers in this that. is the main one and where the others uh richmond and nashville no that's part of the ones i named yeah. i mean like we so, would consider this a distribution center yeah oh, interesting. so at, at those distribution centers we do have stores 
uh, full line there, and as she said, in Richmond and, and uh, Rescom in, in Nashville. So. And in your Rescom stores, do you have a full line of products for a, a homeowner? Like um, if he needs a fertilizer or a pre-emergent and some things like that, do you have sl- some selections in there too? We typically carry a little bit of that. Yeah. Most of our um, Rescom landscape supply non-full line stores cater largely to the contractor so irrigation and lighting but we don't turn away anybody that comes in okay and and usually they come in with grand ideas of wanting to install a new system in their yard and you know big projects and want to learn a lot and by the time our team gets time talking to them we've referred them you know to a contractor to do that work more than and fountains and things like that too i've seen some of the locations so it's like hardscapes to a degree as well, very or just more like scapes. the fountains. Very little. Hard just more scapes. like something no with plants, a water pump. Okay, not, not hardscapes. It's just again, lighting. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. For us, hardscapes are difficult because of the space it takes um, to to carry those uh, those items. So, uh, a, a lot of our locations are in smaller stores, smaller footprints, and well, I think we handle pipe, have... but not okay. not the hardscapes and plants. You guys have some great lighting, by the way. I enjoy it every day. And every night? <laughs> From 7.30 to midnight, it's on a timer. Yeah. keeps. I call that the uh, the mother-in-law protection program there against a little retaining wall. <laughs> so Quick question. Let's get off of Tim's yard here. Uh, we hadn't got to the yard yet. Oh, we were okay. still talking oh, about just, the wall. <laughs> and the lighting. Just curious because I'm a NASCAR guy. What's in Mooresville and Kannapolis? Because uh, that's really, it seems like NASCAR country. But is there a lot of, is it agriculture or? Central oh, location for golf. It, that's really almost even Charlotte today. I mean, really? it is right, right, right. right the region, the, yeah. the um, it's definitely not farm country okay. anymore. Okay, it, and it really you know. it's because of the contractors we sell to. It really is point of sale location wise that gotcha. they are looking at. Yeah. So if we're not in that market, they're going to go somewhere else. You, years ago, it wasn't that way. Right. But nowadays, they, they want to go somewhere close, pick up their stuff that they're going to need for that day. Yeah. Or that week, and go install it. So think and, of it more from residential development in those areas and the needs versus golf yeah. courses. In right, that area. right. Yeah. And it's just difficult to, for them. You know, nobody's going to drive from Mooresville down to Charlotte. I, to I've already this 40 minutes. Yeah. I, I debated on going up there after I leave here. But uh, is there a company motto here? Do you all have an official company motto or a belief system, I guess? Well, you know, we for years we used uh, 100% satisfaction, 100% of the customers, um, and, and it, we still believe that. Um, you know, we have we have some mission statements and vision statements and that type of thing, but it it really depends what we focus on throughout the entire enterprise is our customer success. Whatever that means to them, that's what's important to us. Um, it's if if they're successful, we'll tag right along with them. So, whatever is um, whatever they define that by, that's what we want to understand, and and meet those demands for them so that they're successful. And has has Pinehurst been Toro since day one? Since your dad stopped? Pretty by? much, yeah. That's cool. Um, and as you can see out in the lobby, there's a picture from 1933, I think, um, when yes, uh, yes. they were using push mowers to mow greens. But w- and we have one of them sitting out in the lobby from uh, yeah. 1933. So please do not touch Tim. 
says it right there. It's because I will cut myself on those reels. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, red. You're very, it's a red logo. I mean, y'all are known for red. You know, when it we comes, are. There's a couple different colors when it comes to your business. Tell me about that. I mean, how, seems like the, the drink Red Bull would be right up you guys' alley with Toro <laughs> and the red color red. What a red. great thought. I had never but, thought of that. Uh, <laughs> she's calling corporate this afternoon. You can have 10%. It That's was here right. first. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> well, we, I mean, we, it really goes back to the golf. Uh, start of the golf business and, and Toro was not red initially. That's why, was it red? Has it been red since you got involved? Uh, pretty much, yes. Um, but, you know, you look at the way our customers define it, it's either red, green, or orange. Right. And um, that's kind of why everybody, you know, if, if you're color. not driving red or if you're not driving <laughs> green. So, um, it, and it works out very well. We Everybody's got their color. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, we, we have to I mean, like red because the Toro equipment's all red. That's right. And the bull was introduced somewhere along the line, or that's always well, been a part of the, the Toro because of the name? Yeah. El Toro. The, the original tractor uh, was a, uh, basically a Toro bull, and... Um, they actually brought that back. That logo's come back here. Yeah, Brett's had days. a hat on social media for a while, but I haven't yeah. received one yet. It's a classic logo. Toro came from two row as well, right? Yeah. Oh, really? Uh-huh. They used the tractors oh, to, uh, okay. to pull. Um, huh. um, uh, the original tractors. Yeah. Like, you know. With wow. That's like right up there with wire railroad tracks of the width that they are, going all the way back to Roman carriages type stuff. You know, two row, two row. That's pretty good. Yeah, the front of the tractor had a TO dot RO. Okay. So wow. Very. I like. You could that. actually plow two rows. Yeah. At at a time. So. Well, it's a very slick logo. I like your logo, and you know theirs is a uh, very clean and simple. Not not too. Do you guys sell um. Like in terms of tractor implements, like cedars, things of that nature. Sure, yeah. Do you let Any, people borrow those? Uh, <laughs> You've got a hunt club. Depends on who's asking. I've no got a hunt club, <laughs> and um, I've been looking at some auctions lately, and I swear auctions are a little different. I went to one locally the other night, and I swear I was going to see some farm equipment or some, something you know, antique and it was if it was Dr. Roberts, paper towels. If it was Dr. Roberts down at Clemson, and he wanted to borrow something, we're all over it. So oh, we're, wow. We're Doc, I hope support. you're listening. Doc, I hope you're listening. We're all about here. support for the, for the uh, turf uh, programs in the Carolinas. All right, so, Doc, I'm going to tell you some things that you need um, <laughs> off the record, and <laughs> we'll circle back before you talk to these good people up here. All right, so what does the future of STI – Smith Turf Irrigation hold. What do you see? What are the plans, visions? 95 more years? Well, yes. cer- certainly it's a family <laughs> business, and that's not going to change. Um, so, wait, wait, wait. Let me interrupt that real quick. So, my dreams of banking a ton of Powerball money and coming over here and saying, all right, Krieger Turf and Irrigation is now distributing in the Carolinas. That's my new territory because you guys want to go retire and buy that Bermuda Island you worked on for a while. <laughs> no, not for sale. Um, you know, that's The company's not for sale? Never even been considered. Um, but you're not public. We're not public. It's um, Privately owned. Privately owned, and uh, two of us own it, and uh, we're, we're going to continue down that path. And well, Can we get her take on it? Yeah, I you know we from time to time rumors like that crop up and it, it's when you're a 94 year old business 
and you've transitioned from generation to generation. I think that's sometimes normal or expected, but um, it is absolutely not for sale. And hmm. our our goal is to keep it. I don't know if I'm going to make 94 more <laughs> years well, Wayne myself. Has. That'd but, be cool. But Wayne has. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> my dad did. But, um, but the company is still very much um, – Smith Turf and Irrigation, despite the fact that my last name is Yarborough. I was going to say, but there are still some Yarboroughs and Smiths down the line that could, at some point in time, if, if, if you were talking fifth, sixth generations easily, right? Yep. That's correct. I have a daughter in the business, too. She works at the Nashville office, so we got two fourth generations employed and uh, owner here. So, yeah, we're... we're and always going to be Toro. Yes, always mm. going to be Toro. Definitely. That's part of the Smith brand. It, it is. is the Smith brand. It yep. is. We Synonymous. feel very um, fortunate to have a partner like the Toro Company. Well, I, I can tell you it was an, an, a great opportunity, selfishly, for me. Um, I feel kind of bad in some regards, but also I think it was important for us as the Carolinas for me to be exposed to the Toro Corporation and the invitation that I received, I think it was eight or nine years ago, to go to Pro Club in Minneapolis. Um, it was a phenomenal experience and for you to be able to go in there and learn exactly what goes into it and to see, I mean, I had firsthand experience with that thing that shoots up out of the ground and the mower hits it and what happens because I hit a, uh, uh, sprinkler, whatever thing that was laying in my yard the very next weekend and the mower (laughs) shut down and everything. I'm like, okay, I know what just happened. I'm safe. You know? Um, but no, I think that the pro club is something that's a great opportunity mm-hmm. for superintendents if you get invited to go up there. Um, they treat you well, and they teach you about the company. And I think for me, somewhat new in the role with the Carolinas, I think it was important for me to see the relationship with Smith and with Toro and where the history mm-hmm. of this partnership has, has come from. I mean, you guys have been, I think we call them sponsors or something. We call them partners now since 1954. Yeah, it's a rich history. The day we were created? Yep. I think really? your folks are in some of the, uh, I think Wayne's in the original photos of the meetings here that were taking place in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Uh, I think he was an integral was, part in the association. Wayne wasn't in those photos. He yeah. was, uh, I, I'm sorry, I was, was pointing there. at him, oh, Wayne oh, Sr. Oh, that, that Wayne, he yeah. was Wayne at the time, right? And, and you know, right. The, right. <laughs> the support for the Carolinas is, is it, it is, part of, again, part of our DNA, part of our culture. And I think those two guys, my grandfather and my father, understood immediately what it was going to mean for the industry that they, they were involved with, for golf courses in particular, and for superintendents in particular, because it was going to raise the level uh, for, for everybody. When you get a, an association that has the rich history that the Carolinas does, uh, we're just so proud to have been there from the beginning. and, and um, that's not going to change either. We, we love the relationship we have. It's a great way to support the superintendents who support us. And uh, the, the association is still by far best in the country. And I tell that to, to everybody. We, we think you guys do a great job, a great team. And uh, the board, uh, the members themselves, it's just a great organization. Let's just talk about that a second. Today is November 15th, so a lot of people are driving to Myrtle Beach right now. What should they come see you for at the show? What you got to offer them? 
Can you bring out the outcross this year, or do we have to still wait until GIS? <laughs> no, it's, sorry, am I allowed to say it'll, that? It'll be in the show. We'll have one there. Yay. We're right. selling them. Right. Tor does not want us to put anything on the floor in November that's going to be new at the national show in February, which... It's a timing we, issue. It, yeah, makes, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. But, but an yes, outcross we will, will definitely have an outcross. Nobody can see my upside-down smile going on with that one, but selfish yeah. motives. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, y'all do a good job down there with your setup, your booth space. Well, thank you. Multiple it's, booth space. And that's your vision, correct? Typically, mm-hmm. how it's laid out? It is. The footprint? Typically, yeah. yeah. Do you set that up here before you go, or do you just draw it like on a diagram? Well, the, parts of it, um, display-wise, we we get that ordered, the graphics, all of those type things. We do that uh, before, we, before we show up on... Sunday night to start right. rolling equipment in, but um, once we get down there, it's kind of a let's figure out what fits where. Yeah. We always end up bringing too much. Um, better to have more than not enough. Um, but we also want to have good flow as you walk around the booth. Correct. That that too much. How about one of those cedars being too much, and I, you don't have to take it back. It won't be as heavy. We'll just put it on a different trailer. He has no shame. <laughs> None. Working we'll borrow, hard we'll today. Borrow it. I'm just, <laughs> we can I'm kidding. We can I'm edit kidding. that part out, right? <laughs> Correct. Yes. Correct. Oh, darn it. So, other than an impressive show space, you also also are the main partner with the golf championships, and I mean it's they are the only partner. Correct. Sorry, the only partner. Well, they and a couple of their um, finance companies that help mm-hmm. yeah. lease the equipment do the long drive in the uh, closest to the pins as well. Was the the trophy display was that your idea too because that's impressive no actually that well i think that was tim krieger's idea but Good it worked out so well for our booth uh and everybody loves coming to look and see you have you to know, whose yeah. name is on the yeah. uh, was on the trophies you know it's interesting about that golf championship because it, it started kind of as a funny idea to um back when we were i believe at arcadian shore still playing the golf tournament and uh, a, a guy named Chuck Green was the president then. And Chuck's still alive, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Chuck's uh, a good friend of mine. So he's, he's, uh, he's recently changed positions, and we're glad to have him moving on up. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, we, we realized the championship, the Carolinas championship, had kind of gotten smaller and smaller every year. There were fewer people playing. And at that time, Bob Bell was the uh, our sales manager for commercial or golf equipment and we went to chuck and said hey look next year we want to kind of sponsor this thing and you know we'll, we'll do a tea bag and we we had a toro hat and some other stuff come on man the, i feel like we made some progress here we got all these well things. i'm getting Sorry, to we, the progress all right, all right, i'm getting right, the progress right. and then yeah, next year <laughs> next year we bumped it up a little bit went to our suppliers we did a cheesy wind shirt and some other stuff but uh it it if it kind of got a little better as the word got out, but when when the um, association came to us and said, "Look, we're going to offer you the opportunity to sponsor some events. You've been involved with a golf tournament. Is that what you want to stay with?" We jumped all over it because, yeah, that's our business. Yeah. And um, ever since then, the uh, the tournament has just taken off. The tea gifts are uh, unbelievable. I think the the uh, event itself is now known across the United States. It's the second largest, uh, besides the national, 
tournament, and we're getting we're closed in on that one. We we're might take close. that baby over here. We're soon, getting close. So. We're getting close. It's and a I great tell them event. all the time how much cheaper ours is than theirs too for Toro. Uh, <laughs> it's a great event for the members, and uh, we we like sponsoring that. So this year, Caledonia, yep, True Blue, yep, and Watchesaw Plantation. Nice. And you've got the ability to play Captain's Choice, Four Ball, Metal Play, or Senior Metal Play. So you've got a number of different flights that you can play in. We're going to go back to stroke play, trying to get you off that word metal. I just thought that was like you can't say pin, right? It's not in the rule book. No, it's a whole it's location. Whole. Yeah. So I'm saying. I thought that was the same stroke and metal. Sorry, we're talking golf yeah, here. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Um, but no, so this year the tea gifts, um, the hats that you can see on the video, there'll be uh, these along with a hammock. And the reason for the hammock is that we're going to follow it up with a social media contest, right? Why not? Get continue with the brand and so the best use of that hammock that's cool in a recreational way non-working at a golf course and that we have approved some of the non anyhow hanging up in a hammock somewhere will the best one will win a um a personal lawnmower from with an adult beverage probably Mm, most likely yes we would hope so if you're relaxing and a pulling wood pulling weeds koozie i was thinking better yeah. yeah can we slip that in there yeah, bag. we can definitely. I mean, I ordered some more. Hey, maybe that's the, what we should do. It's up to the uh, participant. Figure it oh, out. Oh, maybe yeah. that's what you should have to do is wear the hat, use the koozie, be in the hammock. I'm already brainstorming how I can get in on this thing. Easy. Get a hat and a hammock. and a, Right. You're playing Monday, right? Or are you just going to drone no, everything? I'll be, I'll be doing coverage. No golf. So what do you guys think? Good golf courses this year or what? Oh, yeah. yeah. Great. So we've got them wrapped up, we hope, for the next three. So if you play whatever format... Uh, You'll get rotate through all three of these great venues yeah, over the great. next three it's years. It's great to have the choice looking of the formats. Forward to it. I think yeah. that really adds to it. And uh, it's been amazing, right? Because mm-hmm. we made mm-hmm. some of those changes. We've made three different format changes, at least in the last eleven years, and each one of them has bolstered participation. Where we're mm-hmm. three forty-two last year, maybe unbelievable three oh, golf courses. And if you do the flights right and you can break the numbers down, you can keep the pace of play reasonable to make the reception afterwards. It, to me, it's been it's synonymous, that tournament and their name. It's, it is. You don't think of that tournament without thinking of the Smith Turf. Well, we're lucky because, okay, so the Carolinas in our show, right? They've been there since 1954. Right. Um, John Deere, we learned, came along and went 84, 6, something like that when they yeah. went to the golf side. And they started supporting as well. And now they have Wednesday. So it's like Monday is red, okay? Yeah. Wednesday is green because it's the 27-hole challenge gotcha. that they partner gotcha. with, which for those right. listening, the 27-hole challenge is where we have 27 booths throughout the trade show floor. Superintendents and assistants get a card. They go to all those booths, get it stamped, and they enter into prizes, 3000 2500 cash, Yetis, Apple Watches. And that thing sells out, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, and then on Tuesday, we've got our friends with Jacobson, TSP, actually. It's kind of been more tri-state pumps, now support, um, which I'd like to say real quick, interjecting there, yourself, Al, Turner, you got to understand where these folks are coming from. They don't do it because they have to. Sure, everybody assumes if your brand's not there, but they do it because they truly want to see the association succeed for a lot of different reasons but it's very altruistic it's very they're taking away from their own personal successes and gains to grow an association which to me i mean you can see i get goose it, it means a lot so tuesday typically we have now carolina's night at the beach 
where we're going to Top Golf this year. Yep. Wow. Five hundred people. We've got the top two floors reserved. Hopefully, y'all come over and join us like you always did at Margaritaville. And then Syngenta, who we've already spoken with, Mr. Doerr, is our education partner. So right. we've got some really ardent support. And I remember years ago, we talked about it a little bit with Turner, but sitting across the table from y'all and saying, hey, you're the anchor in the mall. We need you to stay. True. You know, if you go away, just like J.C. Penney's did in Goldsboro, the mall's going to shut down. There'd be a huge absence if they weren't there. Yeah. And uh, I think that's why it's important for us as an association to be conscious of their support and to not abuse it in any way, shape, or form. And, you know, I'm proud to say I don't think that we do as an association. I think that our relationship has remained fairly constant um, with the opportunity for these guys to always have the ability to say, no, that's okay, it's not our thing, but thanks for asking. Which is why you are recognizing this year, correct? Yeah, we've mentioned a couple of them. Bob Bell came up. Bob's won the DSA. Okay as a sales manager here. Wow. George Fisher mm-hmm. has won it as an employee here. George was a uh, a non-quoted sales employee, which means he didn't have to make any money. He just traveled around and drank <laughs> liquor and ate lobster for about 20-something years after being a golf course superintendent made okay. him smile. Okay. That was my perception of George. He won it. That was um, his perception as well. So <laughs> well, he did a great well. job showing it then. Yeah. Um, you need to talk to Jeff sometime about Bob and George. Okay. Canal, okay. And Wayne Sr. Okay. That's, that's it. That's no, it. That's sorry. 1994, Wayne Sr. won the award. And now here we are, what? 25 years later. Wow. Bringing in Steve and Wayne Jr. Yep. as this year's Distinguished Service Award recipients. So, Congratulations. Well, thank you. It's, uh, it's, an honor. it's the highest honor, obviously, and uh, we're excited about it. Uh, I think it's an honor that recognizes not only the two of us, but our company and our, our history and the culture and what we do for the association. It's a it's about a relationship. And that relationship has been, been going on, as we've said now several times, since 1954. And so we're, I, I don't think it's about the two individuals as much as it is about that that relationship that has been constant since 1954. And I think that's why when we came over to make the announcement and to share the information with you guys, even though I lied, and how to get you to walk in the back, it was shared with your entire team here. You know, As it should be. It was, it, it was as you alluded to, it's a part of it's, – it's everyone's award, if you will. Yeah. It's the way you're portraying it, and I think we understood that. And so – yeah, I lied to you to get you in the back, but hey, I think it worked out good that day. We got some good video. Out that was there. good. Yeah, that was a very, very good day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My first trip here. Um, how how many what how what, many people do you employ right now? I'm sorry. No, I wanted to go there next. I just want to know what guys did you bring them back there under? Just showing you the room. What did we lie to you about? Yeah, what were we going back? Oh, to? I had oh. to go look at the irrigation for my house. I think. Uh yeah, maybe okay. that was it. I just. Through the video lens, through the camera, just watching the surprise of when they came around the corner going, what's going on here? It was pretty And we cool. can't even use what he said to me because you'd have to bleep it out. We used a lawnmower <laughs> sound for experts <laughs> during this. <laughs> so you don't have to say it. It's okay. Okay, so how many employees do we employ? Yeah, we, we have roughly 255 to 260. You know, throughout the four states. Throughout the four states. Wow. So those are families. Yes. who don't necessarily play golf, but that are providing services for our industry, bettering our bottom line, our economic value, and the jobs 
that are created through the game of golf. And I think that's something that we deal with the legislative side. We talked about government relations with Chris Neff, and part of our job is, is we represent the game of golf at the legislative table, both in North and South Carolina. And I just think it's amazing when you look at that. So that's 250 families today. So in your notes there, I know you have this because it looks like a chemistry diagram or you're a board in biochem. Um, You've got the list in alphabetical order of every employee. No, 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 no. Of every employee that's been here since 1925. How many is that? Because it's 250 today. I can't imagine the thousands of people right. who have been able to use oh. disposable oh, wow. income yeah. within our states to make our states better. That, that you all have provided for them for growing this industry. That's that's like what we were talking about. Again, not to reference, but we, we met with Turner in that plant for John Deere that's there that's got 400 families. It's only been there 20 years. This is... 95 years right. of families that have benefited because of the Smith name. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's chilling to me. Mm-hmm. It started off with one. Right. So, you know. And imagine if y'all still had Florida. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't bring that up. <laughs> We've, we have imagined that. <laughs> that I hear South Florida doesn't even use budgets down there. So, I mean. <laughs> nowadays. But I think he made a good decision coming up here. Oh, without question. Yeah. No, it's it's family, it's people. It's been Yeah. I mean that at the end of the day, that's what Smith Turf and Irrigation is all about. It's people. It's about the employees. Um it's about our customers. It's really I mean the product is important. I mean, you know, it is a business, but really what we are is an organization of people at work in the turf grass industry. Well, let me show you an example of consumer ignorance to the golfer. Mm -hmm. So I went to Clemson, right? Um, Then I had a retail job, and then I did fundraising for the South Carolina Golf Association from 2000 to 2007. When I came to work here in the fall, November of 2007 was the first time I'd heard Smith Turpin Irrigation. Never knew. And I'd played golf that whole time that I'm talking about, right? Even been employed in the golf business in the Carolinas. And I maybe had met an employee, George, at a golf week function or something, and it just never sunk in. And so I'm in the office, and one of the ladies working there says to me as I ask, who is this Smith Turf Group? She says, well, their headquarters is in Charlotte. And all I will tell you is that if one of my children ever wants to go to work in this business, that's the family I want them to work for. Wow. And that was my first remark from our staff about you all back in the fall of 2007, and I've never forgotten that. So I think that's kind of what we're talking about here today, is that it's a culture. Wow. Wow. You know that? that, I never told you that. You've never shared that with me. Thank you. That's cool. You know, it's really, in this, in the Carolinas, um, now Tennessee, Virginia, the Golf course superintendents in general are very fortunate because they've got great distributors. Not just us, not just um, Toro, obviously, but you know um, all of the the Jake guys as you talked about. Al's great friend, Lon, Bob, Turner. Explain that relationship to people. Alan asked me, you know, do they talk? Are they friends? Do they go to dinner together? And I'm like, I've never seen a more complimentary relationship amongst competitors but i'm sure there's 
obviously there's days where you draw the line, but I mean, how's that relationship with you guys with the others? You know, it, I, I think it's, uh, uh, I certainly respect uh, all of those guys and the job they do. They make they make us better. They make us um, work harder uh, every day. They would say the same about us, and, and they have. So it's a, I think it's a great, and again, that benefits the, the customers. That's where it pays off. Um, so yeah, we, you know, we get together at the beach. We'll see each other at, uh, on those nights you just mentioned. Uh, we'll all see each other down at the show, and um, always look forward to, to seeing those guys, whether we're out at the national show, um, at one of the events. And uh, uh, I think I think we are um, all very competitive friends. Um, we don't often uh, get together much uh, outside of business, uh, but it, it's a great relationship. I think again, the way uh, we compete against each other because we all do it in such a high fashion. I would say that if ever needed from an association standpoint, I feel like we could call on the guys that you mentioned, Bob, Lon, yourselves here today, Turner, Al, and sit around the table and say, okay, we need an answer for this problem, and everybody would work towards the same solution, regardless of their own stake in it, which I think is pretty powerful. Uh, you got to look beyond that. Yeah. Um, again, it's not about uh, you open it up. It's not about um, individual companies. It's about what's best for the association, and that's why we we've always looked at it. Well, that's refreshing because you you understand that not everybody feels that way. Right. You know, I get phone calls a lot that say, hey, I need a tea time at Course X. And I say, why? And they, well, I, I, I sponsored this. Well, what does that have to do with me getting you a tea time at a golf course? Well, that, I mean, we're spending money with you. And I have on more than one occasion say, why don't you call Steve Smith and ask him about that? <laughs> That's the example I, I use. I've never gotten any calls about that. Well, I mean, I may call you to go up to Houndy or sometime. I'm about to say, you, you've asked him for piece of equipment after piece of equipment. <laughs> I've not asked for anything. I have slightly suggested wait, that I'd like to wait, borrow some things. Check your notes again. How many times has he asked? She doodled right through that biochem stuff. I can see it over there. Well, do you have anything in those notes that we need to cover, ma'am? No. Anything that you'd like to tell the world out there about Smith Turf and Irrigation, yourself, your family, your twins, your world, your new house? Oh, Clemson. Yeah. You want me to tell the world that I'm in a recent empty nester? Oh, there you go. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm Where are they? I'm dreading those days. My twins. Yes, wow. I have boy-girl twins. One is a freshman at Clemson. You'll learn that P over a couple here. years. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to try really hard to keep it at Clemson and still be an avid supporter. I've always been an avid supporter. You have to drive through Greer uh, to get there. Yeah. And our daughter is my daughter is at Furman University. Wow. So they're very close yep. to each other um, relational ship wise but now physically distance, in college and yeah. distance they wanted to be near each other now i'm going to make the official ask so when you finish your house on lake kiwi can i just leave my boat there for the summer you and you I guys can use the it? lake we grew up that's what we did our family over the years instead of going to the beach for the summer or the mountains although we did some Y'all of went to Maine, that. though. We went to Maine, right? I mean, come on. We go to Maine, and our and our That's his dad, commitment. my grandfather, yeah. started us down that path when he was in college. And uh, when we go to Maine, we go to the lake, a lake in Maine. 
and we love it, love lake life. So I have I thought Lake Kiwi sure does look like a nice place considering yeah. where I know somebody are. who could sell you a lot. You do? Yep. Mm-hmm. All I need to do is park the boat there and borrow the house when you're not there. <laughs> Everything will be fine. Again, no shame. That was an official me. ask. That's <laughs> personal right there. If but you I will mow say, the lawn and clean out the gutters, then hey, we're in good shape. You see my house. <laughs> if you want it looking like that, I got no problem. We're getting better every day. But So Maine, real quick. I took a trip up there a couple years ago. Do you remember that? Yep. I think we sat at this table and pulled out an atlas, literally. Right. And we looked at some things. And I think it was you and Wayne suggested I go to Bar Harbor. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was closed. <laughs> I think I remember this trip we did. Yeah. Arcadia well, National Park was closed? Because you can't close a town. So it was the Oh, park. everything had boarded up windows that said closed for season except for the one local bar and the three yeah. locals I met that night. Yeah. See, we don't go in that time of year. Thank you. That's my point to this story. I was recommended a summer vacation knowing I was going in March. I think they did it on purpose. Kind of like the sign out front today. That's funny. I think it was done on purpose. Oh, that was an accident. I love that. That's good. I do have a sign of that or That's a picture good. of that. Closed for season. Well, I think we've taken enough of your time for today. We have. Thank y'all for having us. Uh, listen, it was our pleasure. Thank y'all. We really appreciate it. Anything you want to tell the world about Smith Turf before we leave? Well, we're we're uh, about Smith Turf. We're um, looking forward to celebrating our, as we said earlier, our 95th anniversary. That will start in Myrtle Beach, um, and we'll be uh, all wearing our our 95th uh, logo anniversary shirts and uh, celebrating that as we did for our 90th and our 85th and our 80th and so on and so forth. But we're, we're looking forward to that. And um, again, a continued strong relationship with the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association. Yeah. You were leaning in, go ahead. I didn't know I was gonna echo his remarks. I mean, we're, we're, we're obviously proud and grateful of our heritage and, and the company's history, but we're also, I uh, guess I'll speak as the fourth generation and super excited about what the future has to hold. Nice. So. Well, we thank you. Um, I do personally. It's mm-hmm. It's been a true pleasure to call you friend. Um, after an incident in a hospital bed, to wake up and see that that man had been there and left me a note, it's pretty powerful. So it means a lot outside of just work, um, but on behalf of the Carolinas as well. I just want to applaud you and say thank you for everything you guys have done for us. Um, I want to say thank you and have a good show. Hope everybody comes to see you. What booth number are you? Well, hold on. I'm an extra large. You're a double X. We need to be wearing the 95th anniversary Absolutely. of the golf tournament. Is that shameless for you? I included you in my thank last you. shameless ask. It's, it is shameless, but I appreciate it. Do you it. need a double or a triple? Is it slang? I feel bad when it's, you say Smith Turf and don't throw the irrigation in on there. I, I just, that? It's such. It's like the Carolinas. Like we got so much extra. Right. Bleh. right. But it's yeah. an important. Bleh. STI. It's, right. it's, it, it, STI. STI. <laughs> You'd rather me say STI. <laughs> it's not slang. People Can you do cut that, that Alan? Right. It's shortcut. It's I guess. Short. Everybody Every says Smith mm-hmm. Turf. So. Right. Gotten used I call to him it. Sultan Smith. Okay. So I mean, can we go with that? Captain Krieger. That's what I was waiting on. Thank yep. y'all. Appreciate your time today. Thank <laughs> Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Toro is celebrating 100 years in golf. From our earliest days, Toro made innovation our driving force in helping superintendents meet the ongoing challenges of maintaining their golf courses. Whether it was the very first motorized fairway mower back in 1919 or the first roller-type greens mower in 1923, 
Toro built products that were industry first and best, and that's still the case 100 years later. While there are far too many of those to list, just look around any course. No matter who makes equipment or irrigation system, you'll see that the spirit of innovation still goes on today. Toro sets the standards, and others follow our lead. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Toro. Count on it. So, I uh, hope you all enjoyed our time here with um, the Smiths. Uh, I think you can see, or at least hear, um, the passion and the relationship from the Carolinas and the company. Um, because as they said, it, it is all about the people that interact. So, it's been a great relationship. Yep, they're good people. And you can tell, just like, like our buddy Turner Revels we interviewed, they're in it for the right reasons. You know? Without question. Without question. And, and I do want to go ahead and in case anybody is concerned that I am shamelessly asking for all these things, they all know I'm just kidding in jest. Um, when the kind time of. comes, I'll find a cedar. Kind of. I, I might need to put a microphone on you at the conference and show and just see what you go around. Oh. Collecting. Oh. Samples? <laughs> is is Turf Beard going to be there? Can we finally get a bag of Yara? Uh, we got a bag. We're supposed to go pick up pine cones for Huntoon to get a bag. He said we weren't needed. That they okay. had. How cool is this, though? Again, his club standing out. Members of the golf shop, cart guys, right? Members of the club. I mean, when you have fifteen to thirty people that show up the next morning after a weather event and are willing to help you put your place back together, I didn't. Know I think that. it says a lot about the guy in charge and the relationship. If they didn't like him. I don't think they'd do it. He and I are gonna play golf next Friday. Thanks for the invite, man. I know. I know. Maybe we'll get you one. Maybe we'll talk about Paige the next time and why you two are still in the doghouse. We've already got two. We talked about that? No, no, I'm just saying we've already got two, so we don't have room for anybody else. Yeah, well, thanks again for the invite. I know. And with that, everybody, episode whatever from November 15th. <laughs> 11B, according to Tim. 11B. And that's not Alan's room number at the beach, so don't go knocking. Nope, and uh, we always remind you, please follow us on Twitter, pool and underscore weeds on Facebook at the Pool and Weeds Podcast, and you can also become a member of the Carolina's Golf Course Superintendents Association. And pay attention to social media for potential koozie giveaway with Pool and Weeds in the show this week. Stop by and say hey to us while you're here. Yeah, give us a ring. We'll be here. Send us a tweet. Thank you for listening to Pullin' Weeds Off Course. To join the Carolinas GCSA and become a member, visit carolinasgcsa.org or call 1-800-476-4272. Follow us on Twitter at Pullin' underscore Weeds and on Facebook at Pullin' Weeds Podcast.